Welcome to Beards, Biceps, Beliefs, and Sometimes Bourbon, where you will hear all about how to remove the roadblocks in your life so you can achieve the success you want in your career, business, fitness, and relationships. And also, my favorite bourbon tastings. the next episode of Beards, Biceps, Belief, and Bourbon. All right, today we're going to talk about mindset. I've talked about this before in the 15 different types of mindsets, but I'm just going to drill in a little bit more deeper into mindset work and how it helps you or takes away from you, okay? So this is number five on our flywheel um, in no particular order. They're all important, um, but what does it mean? The word's thrown around a lot. People say mindset all the time. I don't know if they really know. I think an easy way um, to talk about what it is, is think of the little voice in your head that's always going, right? That's your mindset, whether it's good or bad, or one of the different 15 main types, if you differentiate them. Controlling it's the hard part. It has, a mind, it has a mind or a thought process of its own, right? The thing can be insane sometimes. You're like, who is, who's controlling what's going on in my brain, right? Do you ever wonder if everyone else has the same voice in their head? Like, obviously, it's their own voice in their head, but does everybody have that? I don't know, right? <laughs> everyone does, but it's just weird. I wonder what the narrative is that they have going on versus what we have going on. Does it talk as much? Is it as crazy as mine is? Does it contradict everything that you do? Um, can they shut theirs off? Is there a way? I, I don't know, right? So we have to work on controlling it and creating the voice in our head and what we actually do or matching are the same in a positive way, so a positive mindset. Hope that's not confusing, but kind of a way I look at it. You ever had yourself found yourself yelling at yourself, <laughs> right? It's funny. I'm sure you all have. I know it sounds crazy, but it's actually good. That means you're trying to stop what's going on, all right, and control it. You want to take back control of your thought processes, all right? Easier said than done, I know, but you can do it. You can control the narrative, what goes on and what you think about. For example, there was a situation with an Uber driver. Okay, we order an Uber. You watch it on your app, it's coming up, it's gonna be there, it's Stacy who's pulling up, all right? You see the car, you wave, we're across the street, pulls up a little farther, you're like, oh, it just must be getting out of the way, it's downtown Chicago. Well, all of a sudden, SUV pulls away on the app, driver canceled. You're like, what the hell's going on, right? Is your first inclination? You get upset, what's wrong with you? Didn't she like us? Um, didn't how low we looked? I understand those reactions, like getting mad. But does it actually do anything? She's gone. She can't hear you and doesn't care about whatever you're thinking. She's moved on to whatever the reason was that she dropped, took off and dropped your ride, right? There's no point in getting mad and throwing a fit. It doesn't do you any good. So I want you to think about this phrase, what don't we know? Why could she have canceled the ride, right? 
there could be many real reasons other than the ones we think or we're just pissed off. It's about us. It's not always about us, okay? I know we like to think that, but it's not. So what are reasons she may have had for doing this? She had to go pee. Maybe she had to potty. Who knows? It could be that serious if you really got to go. You're like, I don't care who I'm picking up, right? Maybe she got a call and she has a sick kid. Had to go pick him up at the school. Forgot she had a client she needed to pick up besides her Uber driving, right? Could be. Maybe she just didn't like this bearded face. I don't know. <laughs> but... She had a reason, and in her mind, it was valid. You'll never know or understand other than you just didn't get picked up. So how can we look at this positively, right? Instead of negatively and go through that whole narrative of bad stuff and complaining and bitching and getting mad and carrying that on for hours or the day, right? And ruining it. So you need to look at it positively, not get upset. I have an app. I can order a new one. It was there in three minutes. I probably complained or we could play in more than three minutes, right? But order a new one. It gave us time to take pictures. Gotta have more pictures, right? Um, and you just gotta laugh, it's funny. You just wave, you're like, hey, there goes my car. <laughs> Who really cares? It was all no big deal in the greater picture, right? There was no need to even get upset. So that's controlling positive, a negative mindset versus a positive mindset just the way we look at it and try to understand what could have actually happened instead of our gut reaction, right? Thinking about it more. So when you control your thoughts, you can control your emotions, all right? Your emotions are strong. Then you're able to respond to a situation, situation, damn that word, <laughs> more rationally, okay? Again, you develop a positive mindset over a negative mindset. This takes time and practice. Still gets me sometimes, all right? The Uber driver almost got me, but then I stopped. So I was able to adjust my attitude really quick and make something good out of something that was just a tiny inconvenience, really. So I want you to think about how much time you spend getting pissed off. How much, how, how long, sorry, in a day, are you in that state of mind of being mad or upset about this thing? Does it drive you nuts all day, all week, all month? How many times have you stole, told that story to somebody else? You're rehashing it, bringing up that negativity in your mind, right? You're wasting time. So the less is better. The faster you process the situation and figure out a solution, the less time you spend in that negative mindset, right? We're trying to get into the positive all the time. This leads to us being more productive and happier in our lives. All right, so we all know someone that complains about everything, and I mean everything. Doesn't that drive you nuts? Like, just stop complaining. These people typically have um, a few negative mindsets, fear, envy, and anger, all right? And that's a deadly combination. Um, they're afraid to try new things. They put down other people, um, their things or experiences because they're afraid they'll be left behind. Uh, with envy, they're, they're jealous of people and obsessed with what they're doing. These are some bad things, okay? Um, it's not their fault. They need some help. They need some way to get out of this. People need to focus on themselves more and not everything they see out, especially with social media. That's really causes a lot of these things to um, exponentially get worse with themselves, all right? Are they living the most fulfilled life? 
Probably not, and that's why they have these problems. Um, putting down other people doesn't make you look better. I'm sure you've all heard that before. It really doesn't. It just makes you look like an asshole, okay? Um, so stop doing it. It's very unattractive. With anger mindset, they hurt the people around them with their words. They can't control their emotions. And a lack of controlling your emotions um, is a real sign of weakness. And you need to learn to control them. They tend to blame other people for their problems instead of themselves. Okay? You're in control. You're responsible for your words and your actions. No one makes you do it. Whether someone pisses you off or not, you control how you react emotionally and physically to what they do. You could just walk away, right? You don't have to be around them anymore. Recognize that you have a problem, all right? It's okay, but you got to work on it. You've got to get some help. Either a therapist, talk to someone, read some books, find someone to hold you accountable that's not going to put up with your BS, okay? Um, but you got to start somewhere. Start focusing on the good things. They're out there, but they're blocked from you seeing them because of all the negativity you give off and what you really focus on. Start with some daily gratitude. I know you probably hear this a lot too, but it's really simple. Start with one thing, one super simple thing, okay? Uh, an example is I'm grateful for having an apple to eat. It, it may seem silly or a little corny, but you'll be surprised by what starts to happen in your life when you look at things from a gratitude perspective, okay? Look for the good in everyone and everything that you comes in contact with you in your life. They're, it, it's out there. And when you compliment or you lift other people up, it's really good. It's going to make you feel good and other people will want to be around you and hang out with you and associate with you and do things for you. Not that you're asking them to do things for you, but they will be grateful for what you're doing for them in their life. Okay. So really think about that. As always, it starts by taking some action, right? You got to take action. Start somewhere. If you need some help with where somewhere is, you know how to get a hold of me. All right. Cool. So now on to our bourbon tasting from my uh, Flavier Advent Counter. We've got number seven on here. Got my little book. Tell me where we're at. Um, it's called Omar. It's a sherry cask single malt. Uh, Taiwan, Taiwanese single malt whiskey, 46%. Cool. I've never had Taiwanese whiskey before. So let's crack this little baby open. Our pour. Good stuff. Smells good. Hmm. I don't know. Not bad. I'm going to have to take a couple more sips to judge this one. Right now, I'm going to give it... It's, it's mellowing pretty good after the initial sip. It comes off a little strong. There's a little bitterness, and then it smooths out. So... 
I'm going to give it uh, six and three quarters. We'll see how the rest of my taste goes with it, okay? Um, but anyways, that's our Taiwanese whiskey for today. And from our World of Whiskey book, we are on to bottling. I've actually seen some bottling in person, hand bottling, not in a big fancy um, machinery. Um, bottling is the uh, is often carried out in automated plants. Again, I like to by hand, but sometimes the bottling and labeling is done by hand. Most whiskey is reduced with water to bottling strength of 40 to 40 43 percent of ABV, which means alcohol by volume. But cask strength, and you'll see that on bottles. Um, sometimes it's a cask cask bottle. Um, they come out at the strength they came out of the cask from, and that's 53 to 65%, so a little stronger, right? It's not watered down. So depends on your taste and how much it affects you, right? Uh, so that's bottling for today. Thanks for listening or watching, however you check this out. Uh, I appreciate you. I hope you got some good information today on mindset and what to work on. All right. Thanks for listening to Beards, Biceps, Beliefs, and Bourbon. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend. If there's anything I could do to help, please reach out. We will see you on the next episode of Beards, Biceps, Beliefs, and Sometimes Bourbon.